Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast. This is episode 125, and we're here to discuss another episode of Disney Plus Talk. And I am joined with CJ from theweeklymouse.com. CJ, how you doing? Hey, Matt. I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. How was, uh, how was your Thanksgiving break? It was good, but it went by too fast, as it always does. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, How, no oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I totally hear you there. No, it's uh I agree, yeah. it went by too fast, but everyone kinda had like a snow day here on on the east coast. So. Oh my gosh, lucky we had rain. And oh. it was <laughs> it was kind of like the first big rain of the season. Not that we get that much rain, but it was like I don't have to go to work and it's raining. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it yeah. was fun, so Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, it was kind of nice. We got like a little bit of an extra day, so that's good. Oh, good. Uh, well, I mean, I still had to work from home, but uh, oh. I, I was home, so it's okay. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So I mean, this weekend, uh, I talked a little bit about on our news episode with Katie. I had I got to watch a lot of things. I don't think I watched too much on Disney Plus uh, this week. So, but I'm curious. I want to start off the show like we always do, talking about what we've been watching on Disney Plus. So uh, I'm going to start with you. So any uh, besides The Mandalorian, which is going to be our main topic today, what, uh, what, what are some other things you've been watching? I watched a lot of Disney, um, how do I phrase this? Like Disney produced, I mean, Disney produced all of it. <laughs> like programs about Disney. So I watched Decorating Disney, which was about how they decorate the parks for the holidays. Um, that was super interesting, and my husband actually really enjoyed that because he loves Christmas time. So that's, that was really fun to watch. That's on Disney Plus. Yeah, I think it's just called Decorating Disney, and it's oh, like forty-five minutes, and it talked about Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Oh, cool. Okay. No, yeah. I, I had no idea. Yeah, and then we watched a program called Disney uh, Disney Around the Seasons or Disney Through the Seasons, something like that. And or Disneyland through the seasons. It's from 1967, so it's it's older, and it's kind of showcasing new things at Disneyland Park. So it talked about um, it's a small world opening, and it had some really great footage from the opening ceremony of that, and it showed like the entire Christmas parade from what I'm assuming was 1966 or 1967. Um, the parade was a lot different back then. <laughs> uh. um, so it was really cool to see that historical footage and just to see how things have changed. Um, so highly recommend that. It goes really well with um, 
the Imagineering story, I think. Oh, uh, nice. I, I yeah. saw that someone, I forget what website, I saw a list that was like 10 things you didn't know that was on Disney Plus or obscure things, I can't remember. And that was on the list and that was actually yeah. the thing that jumped out the most. I was like, oh, I definitely want to check that out. Yeah, it was really cool. And then I started watching a show about Disney fairy tale weddings. Oh, that's <laughs> right. I do want to check that one out. Yeah. I was like having major heart eyes over these weddings. Like, oh man, if I had the budget. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then we watched the new episode of Mandalorian and Imagineering Story. Nice. Sounds good. Yeah. No, I, uh, I didn't, honestly, I didn't watch too much, uh, over the break. Um, I watched, uh, um, I'm, I'm, again, I'm rewatching the star Wars films. Mm-hmm. So I watched uh, revenge of the Sith. Uh, I watched that one recently. Um, what else did I watch? I've been watching, of course, the Mandalorian and then the Imagineering story, which I do, do want to talk about a, a bit in a second. Um, I'm, oh yeah, I'm going through what I've been continued watching. Oh yeah, did we mention? I think it was last. I don't know if we mentioned this, but last week Disney finally put up the continue watching. Um, yes, I'm so glad they app. did. Yeah. yeah, that was like I'm, a number one thing that people wanted, and uh, yeah, very happy they finally put that in. So that's it's good. made our lives a lot easier for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's there. So. Right now, I'm actually in the middle of watching Empire of Dreams, uh, the story of the Star Wars trilogy, which is a two and a half documentary all about like the making of the original Star Wars trilogy, which is... Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, it's really awesome. I remember watching it like... It must have been like 10 plus years ago. I can't remember. Whenever it first came out, which was a long time ago, um, but I haven't watched it since. So it was on there and I was like, oh, let me rewatch this. So I'm in the middle. I think I'm I, I'm like a two thirds of the way through. So um, I'm in, I'm, I got to Empire Strikes Back. So I'm almost a Return of the Jedi. So it's it's split <laughs> up into the three parts. So yeah, it's fascinating if, you, if you've never seen it before. Um, so just in that, yeah, catching up, uh, still watching some Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, watching that. But otherwise, yeah, not, not much on the Disney Plus uh, this week. Hopefully, uh, maybe I'll catch up on some more in the future but um but yeah i do want to talk about the imagineering story a bit uh the episode four so again spoilers for real events i guess but um (laughs) uh i think what i like most about this was that disney like it was the title was of the episode was called hit or miss and it was Mm -hmm. mostly them talking about a lot of the the things that just didn't work out well for the company at all which i found Mm -hmm. super fascinating Mm -hmm. um and especially they were trying to make parks uh, on a budget, like they were using, mm-hmm. they were making parks at a smaller scale and on a budget. Mm-hmm. So like California Adventure was affected that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Walt Disney Studios or Walt, what is it? Walt Disney Studios Park in, in Disney, Paris. In Paris. Yeah. Um, so I just, yeah, I found that all, all that fascinating. I didn't realize they were trying to do another park called Disney America. Yeah, I had heard about that, and I didn't know that it had gone so far as to, like, be debated in Congress. That part surprised me. I thought it was kind of just a blue sky idea, and then they showed all these political cartoons. They showed some representative or senator saying what Disney is trying to do. Um, They were being, like, really serious about it, and that surprised me. And then what kind of made me laugh was – 
Michael Eisner came on and he said something like, had I been healthy and had Frank Wells been around, like we would have pushed this thing through. Like he, he wasn't willing to admit that the idea wasn't going to work. He was like placing the blame of the failure on other things. I thought that was an interesting perspective that he had. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree there. Yeah, he just he was just like, well, you know what, whatever. It's it is what it is. I'm not going to fight this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I, I found it to be just a, such a fascinating episode. I, I feel like I was uh, I, I think this might be my favorite one of them just because I just found out so much I didn't know about about uh, all that history. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I the one thing that disappointed me a little bit was I wanted them to spend more time on the, the animal kingdom. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like it was, it was just, there was too little there. So um, I know there's some like older documentaries. Like I think I mentioned in the past, I watched one on uh, like one of those old discovery channel or the travel oh, channel yeah. ones. I remember those. Those are yeah. fun. Yeah. They had one all about um, expedition Everest, which was, which was awesome. Oh yeah. I think I've seen that. You know, it might be on YouTube. I feel it like is. that's come up. Oh, it is good. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to find yeah. that. It's like pretty, I'll, I'll link that in the show notes, but it's actually, it's pretty low quality. It's just like, if, <laughs> if you don't mind it, but I watched it probably like a few months ago and yeah, I just found it to be fascinating. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite part of the episode was seeing all the California adventure stuff. Cause like now oh, that yeah. they've changed, did you go to DCA before the remodel? Um, I went there in 2013 was the last time I was there. Okay. So you never saw DCA 1.0. So mm. I'm. Well, that's not true. I did back in two, 2000, but I, I was okay. very young well, and I don't remember much. The park opened in 2001. So. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, it opened February. Yeah. It opened February, 2001. I know my sister was there opening week. Oh, uh, you're right. No, I'm totally blank. I didn't go. That's why I don't remember. <laughs> I didn't yeah. go. It was it was being built when I went to Disneyland. Okay. Yeah. That's why. So I still have memories of going to Disneyland when DCA was still a parking lot. And I remember when DCA was being built and we watched like the Grizzly Peak slowly form. And I remember watching them build California Screamin', which is now the Incredicoaster. <laughs> I was like nine-ish, ten-ish. And I remember saying to my mom, that roller coaster looks scary. I don't want to go on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing the older footage of California Adventure and watching it, um, even seeing like the dinosaur selling sunglasses, like that's so, even though it wasn't that long ago, it's so nostalgic for me. Every This is kind of a tangent, but every summer when I was growing up, I worked at this tennis camp with my friend and my mom would show up with my little sister and they would pick me and my friend up from this tennis camp with our peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and we'd drive to Disneyland and we'd go to California Venture. We'd go do California Screamin', the water ride and maybe a couple other rides and go home for dinner. Like multiple times a week every summer so seeing that version of california adventure again just like brought me back to those summers and uh, i have so many good memories of it even though it was kind of a failure for the walt disney company um there is something really endearing about that footage to me oh see at least it brought you joy i mean yeah even even like that little store on the boardwalk called malibu ritos like the burrito the burrito <laughs> store and seeing the malibu like that that was so fun yeah no i mean that that's great that you were able to have yeah all mm-hmm. those memories and able to see that because yeah that's got to feel that's got to get you right in the feels over there with yeah. the nostalgia yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I could have sworn I went, but yeah, I guess you're, you're right. I, had, I, I never went, but yeah, it's, 
It's completely changed now. I mean, it's so different now. Like, it's not even a California adventure anymore. It's no. It's just a mix, a, a, like a, a mish, a mishmash of things. I don't know. Right, and there's there's parts of it that are California. Like, I get Buena Vista Street. Like, that's how L.A. was when Walt arrived. And then you have Grizzly Peak, which is like the the Yosemite area. And then you have Pixar Pier, which I guess is based on like Santa Monica Pier of yesteryear. But they've shoved Pixar into it. Um, I mean, you're getting and a then Marvel you have, like, land, then. Hollywood, yeah, and. I just feel like they're shoving IPs everywhere and slowly taking the California out of it. And I don't know that that's the right direction for the park's identity, but I yeah, think that's, it's, that's the biggest I, issue. It's losing its yeah. identity. It's yeah, it's, it's confused. And I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. Like the park needs a rename, but what are they going to rename it? I, I yeah. don't know. Disney's Adventure Park. I have. Uh, I, don't I feel know. like that would be better because there's so many different adventures. You have like it's, it's Walt not... Disney's adventures. You have like Marvel adventures, Pixar adventures, like nature wilderness adventures. Yeah. And it's not I even so. It's not even soaring over California anymore. It's soaring around oh, the gosh. world. Oh gosh! Don't even get me started on that. That like irritates me to the core. <laughs> I know. I, uh, I I miss soaring over California so much. I love it. Oh, I do too. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, another excellent entry for the Imagineering episode four, Imagineering story episode four. Um, yeah, really good. I think we're isn't that like cast member show coming out this month? Oh yeah, one that's day at month. Disney is coming out. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want to double check to see when that's coming out, but I'm pretty sure that's like next week or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Oh wait, it's premiering. Oh, so okay, so this is we're. We're recording this on Monday. Uh, it is coming out Tuesday, December third. So, by the, oh sweet! Yeah, by the time you're listening to this episode, because I'm releasing this coming out on Wednesday, uh, the one day at Disney will have premiered on Disney Plus. So perfect. Sweet. Now I know what I'm watching tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely checking that out. Yeah. So, well. Uh, cool. Any any last thoughts on the uh, the Imagineering story? I'm looking forward to the next episode. I'm I'm not sure. Well, I think they've covered Hong Kong and Tokyo. Shanghai has got to be coming somewhere. And I feel like now that they've established all the parks, they've got to be going into how do we plus everything that's existing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I know they're. I think they're pretty much. They're going to mention Galaxy's Edge too. I think that'll be a big portion oh, yeah. of it. Oh, they could also talk about Alani. Uh, yeah. Actually, you know what's funny? They haven't mentioned like any of the resorts. Like, yeah, that's like there's yeah. been there's been almost no focus on the resorts. I mean, because it's not really imagine. It's not. I mean, it's not engineering. They're not doing any rides or anything like that. But still, I would love to hear something about resorts. Um, mm-hmm. A few years ago at D23, Joe Rody talked a lot about the storytelling at Alani, and it was so good. So I'd, I'd love to, to hear something come up about that, but I'm not too hopeful that it will. Like I would love to, but I don't, I don't know that it will. Okay. <laughs> Maybe the Star Wars Hotel, though. Um, maybe like in the last episode for like what's coming, we're gonna bring well, it to maybe, the next level, yeah. you know? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, there's mm-hmm. yeah, there's only two episodes left, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. So, well, all right. Well, uh, I think that's yeah, that's it, right? I, I don't have anything else yeah. for what I've been watching. Anything, anything left for you, or that's it? Let's get into Mando. 
All right. So, so again, uh, at every episode or yeah, every episode of Disney Plus Talk, we're going to be talking about the Mandalorian in depth. Uh, so, this is a full-on spoiler discussion. Uh, spoiler discussion. So, uh, no holding back for us. So, if you ever watched it, I would turn this off and then come back another time. Or if you just don't care about spoilers, hey, just keep on listening. So, uh, so yeah, starting now, we're we're going to dive into it. So. All right, so episode four premiered this last week, um, and the title of this was called Sanctuary, uh, and this episode was directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Now, CJ, do you know who that is? Yeah, she's uh, Ron Howard's daughter, and I remember her from The Village. She played the blind girl. Yeah, oh, good. Okay, that was, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm impressed. I didn't listen. Listen, I'm a big M Night Shyamalan fan, so oh, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Her red hair is pretty iconic in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah. So if 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 you want to know more about her, she was also in the new Jurassic World movies. Uh, she was in the 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 new one came out, and then Fallen Kingdom. But yeah, she is Ron Howard's daughter. If you don't know who Ron Howard is, he directed uh, so many classics: uh, A Beautiful Mind, uh, Apollo thirteen. He oh, he actually just recently directed. Well, he came in uh, for Chris uh, Chris Lord and wait, Chris Miller and Phil Lord. I'm getting their names mixed up. The two directors who were directing Solo. Uh, who they left, and then Ron Howard came in to finish uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. So yeah, so Bryce Howard, How- Bryce Dallas Howard is the daughter. Uh, so yeah, so she directed this episode. Um, now I'm curious, what are your like overall thoughts uh, of this episode? It seemed so disjointed to me. Um, it fell flat. Um, like overall, I get why this episode had to happen it was forwarding the plot in certain ways but i just it didn't really do anything for me it was kind of like okay on to the next it it wasn't that exciting to me yeah i feel like it didn't it didn't propel the main i'm kind of with you i'm not this is definitely my least favorite episode i I Mm -hmm. liked it um but i feel like it didn't propel the plot to go anywhere um, and which we'll, we'll get into reasons later on, but like, it's just, it started and it ended and it's like, okay, we're exactly where we were last week. Now yeah, he's got, yeah, exactly. now he's got to find a new place to go to. It just, it's not doing anything for the plot. Um, yeah. it's, it's good. We had some, uh, character development for, for Mando. Um, and we got some new cool faces, but otherwise like it just, it's, it's not doing anything for the story. Um, yeah, I think the only thing it, it really added was some new characters, which we talked about last time. He was going to need some help. He got some help. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We just <laughs> we weren't sure how how he was going to get it, but I mean, now we do. Um, and it bothers me that it was called sanctuary. Like, it's not. In the end, we find out it's not sanctuary. It's temporary sanctuary. <laughs> like yeah. maybe it should have been titled something to do with the help that they received in the form of people like uh, I don't know mentor or something like that I don't know yeah well I mean it was uh, how do you, I mean it's, yeah sanctuary I mean yeah, you go there for like safety but yeah like you said it was definitely temporary and not mm-hmm. there for long yeah um, but yeah so why don't we just kind of get into the episode and we'll have more of our thoughts there but um, 
So yeah, this uh, this opened up uh, on a on a new planet, uh, and we find um, that there are these farmers, and they are collecting krill, uh, which we find out that they uh, produce spotchka. Um, now, spotchka is like that like blue drink that you kind of see the people drinking later on. So that's uh, that's what they're producing. Um, and then you, the opening scene has like this girl chasing a frog with her mother looking over, and it's just like a very peaceful community. The music is like very calm and soothing. And then all of a sudden, you get like big, big thunderous roars coming in from the woods, and there's big blasts, and like these raiders attack and take their supplies and. And then you find like a mother and daughter, that same mother and daughter are hiding under a basket. And then, mm-hmm. and then the credits go and it's like, boom. All right, we're into it. So what, what did you make of this, uh, this opening scene? Yeah, I thought the planet was really peaceful. It was really pretty. Um, the opening, I don't know if you watched Lost way back in the day. It reminded me of how, like in some episodes when you're introduced to a new group of people, like the others or like Ben and his group of people, like the whole tone was different and oh, that's yeah. what, yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Like, Oh, who are these people? Your curiosity is, is peaked a little bit. Um, yeah. And then something scary happens, a big boom in the forest. And you're like, what the heck? Um, and I wasn't really sure how they were going to tie that into Mando because it seemed so separate from him. Um, so I was curious in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know too much to make of it i'm like all right well they're gonna play an important part of the story um and then we'll we'll see what happens from there so yeah not much to take away from that beginning besides saying all right well they're they're gonna be in in the story especially the mother and daughter Mm -hmm. because they there was so much focus on them so Mm -hmm. uh so yeah so the credits roll and then we find um mando riding (laughs) in space with uh little baby yoda and this okay so i'm not gonna lie i think this episode made me laugh the most Yes. Mostly because yes. of Baby Yoda. <laughs> yes. So, so when he kept pressing the buttons <laughs> and Mando would get mad. <laughs> so cute. I know. He's just like sitting on the thing and he's like, he touches the one. Mando doesn't do anything. And he's like, all right, let's see what else I can get away with. Mm-hmm. Touches another one. And Mando's like, all right, chill, chill here with me. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that was just yeah, that was hilarious. Um, so yeah, then then Mando's trying to find a, a planet to go to, and we find that the planet was called Sorgan. Um, it's a small planet. He's like, I could. There's no spaceport there. There's nothing or whatever. So, uh, and then he says, nobody's gonna find us here. And I was like, oh, uh huh, sure, uh, nobody's okay. gonna. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Uh huh. I uh, know. So. Um, uh, and then, yeah, so pretty much he uh, he goes and he flies over the farm. We see the same mother. We, he flies over the farm. Uh, and then he lands way far out in, like, the middle of nowhere. Yep. Um, and then he, he, he tells – so this is – I'm kind of, like, confused a little bit, um, which I, we'll get to. But there, there, I feel like there was, like, conflicting – like, Mando was, like, had, like, conflicting thoughts because – uh, in the scene here, he's like, he's telling baby Yoda to like stay put and mm-hmm. like, he's going to go find some like help or some refuge or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's, he has like no problem leaving him behind. But then like later in the episode, he like doesn't want him to play with the kid. Yeah. He's so protective later on. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're about to leave this little dude on like the spacecraft. You don't know. You remember the Jawas came along and like destroyed yeah. it? And then in the bar, he's okay. Like, he just trusts the little bartender lady to watch him. Yeah. 
So yeah. he can go off and fight. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> Double, yeah. I don't, I did not get that. Yeah. So uh, immediately the, the, that just kind of, well, I mean, as I watched the episode and, and it, I picked it up even more when I, because I rewatched it and I was like, yeah, this doesn't, why? It doesn't make any sense. So. Yeah. My only theory on that is remember at the end how he was saying something like, oh, he'll be happy here. It's fine. Like maybe he was testing the waters to see how he personally feels about leaving Yoda somewhere. Um, yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's my only theory on that. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just didn't make didn't make a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did love the the shot. I, I laughed again of when <laughs> the door was opening to the Razor Crest, uh, and then you just see Baby Yoda already standing there, standing yeah. next to him. <laughs> like, you think I'm actually going to listen to you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Um, yeah, so then, uh, then they just kind of stumble across this like diner, like cafe area. It's not like a, it's not like a cantina. It seems like there's some nice folk in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a a cool little uh, Easter egg in there. Um, not not many in this episode, but the there was um, this animal that Baby Yoda comes across. Now, do you know anything? <laughs> Wait, I I think I know what this one's called. Okay, what is it called? I feel like you're already laughing at me. I think it's called the Loth Cat. Yeah, yeah, the Loth Cat. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got it right. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this is the this is the Loth Cat. It appeared. Um, I remember seeing it in Rebels. Uh, that's the first time I saw it. Um, but I I also found out that you can actually purchase the Loth Cat in the creature stall over at Galaxy's yes. Edge. Yes, yeah. I have seen it there. Yep. Yeah, so uh, it's you could purchase it over there if you want one, but yeah, this is the first time we saw it in like a live action uh, series. So, oh, cool. Yeah, so that was uh, that was a little fun just seeing the Loth Cat Baby Yoda running into him. Um, and then yeah, they decide to just kind of sit down uh, and then get some like soup and some food or whatever. Um, and uh, the yeah, he talks to the woman. Uh, who's the barmaid, and that's where he's... Uh, well, first he's asking about this new character, uh, mm-hmm. that this mysterious woman. Um, now, do you know Do you know who that is at all? Listen, I'm two for two, but I'm going to have to pass on this one. I don't know who this person is. Okay, all right. So we. Um, so in real life, that's the, uh, the actress... Well, I should say MMA fighter, turn actress. Um, well, why am I... Oh, Gina Carano. Uh, oh, hold yeah. up. Was she on that episode of Impractical Jokers and the Punishment from Murr? No, you know what's funny? That episode was legit on yesterday, and we were watching it. Uh, it or looked like, two like her. I, I thought it was her. I was like, it looks like her. And then you said MMA fighter. I was like, it was her. I know it was her. Uh, no, that that was actually like a, she was like a judo champion. She I think she did train with Ronda Rousey and, and oh, stuff okay, like that. Okay, okay, gotcha, okay. Yeah, no, that's funny. Yeah, I was legit watching that the other day. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, the Mando, the Mando is like asking like, "Hey, who is this person?" Because hey, she looks kind of suspicious of the type that would um, would be coming after him and, and Baby Yoda. So yeah, and she's the only one in the whole place who's giving him any attention. They're all everybody else is minding their own business at that point. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I was a little disappointed by the fight scene that were like broke out with them. I didn't think it was well directed or choreographed. I just didn't find it like 
don't know. I just didn't really find it that great. Um, I, you know, I didn't either. And I think what I realized about this or what this fight scene made me realize is Mando's not a good fighter. Like all he no. relies on is his weapons and she just disabled his fire really easily. <laughs> and then he had nothing. And I was like, okay, that's, that's yeah. that. He's, he's been taken out a lot in this show already. Take, yeah. Taken out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, uh, I'm so confused on his character. Um, like, <laughs> He seems like an amateur, but yet, like, they call him the Mandalorian. And... Right. I know. I I really came to that realization this episode, too. It's like he's he acts like he has such status and people treat him like he has such status. And then when it comes time to put that to the test, he just doesn't perform. Yeah. 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 It's very, very confusing. But <laughs> yeah. So anyways, they uh, the fight is uh, broken up uh, or it stops and then. You probably get the best shot of the series so far is you just see uh, Baby Yoda just sipping on some some bone broth or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cute. He's like, oh, you guys are fighting. Hello. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> sipping on. Yeah. Well, I got my tea. I should slurp it. So, you know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, he um, now it's like the biggest meme out there. Like, it's just. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know if you follow the Baby Yoda memes, but I'm I'm all in on those. And uh, um, Baby, yeah, Baby Yoda is like it's. I've seen some really funny ones. Like, oh, I was I was out with some friends Saturday night, and I found a meme before I went out. It was Baby Yoda holding a can of Bud Light, and I was like, guys, <laughs> I was like, guys, this is me tonight. And so. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's hilarious. Um. <laughs> Well, yeah, so we find out a little bit about this woman. Her name is Cara Dune, or Cara Dunn, I believe it's Cara Dune. Uh, and from throughout the throughout the episode, we find out that she was like a shock trooper for looks like for the the Empire, but then she turned uh, rebel. Then she kind of like started working. Um, I think it's working for like senators or like doing like dirty tasks for like the Republic or something like that. Uh, but now she just kind of wants to stay head in and just kind of goes go into early retirement so mm-hmm. um so yeah what did i mean what did you kind of make uh, of like what did you think of the introduction to this character um you know i didn't like her as an actress and now that you say that she's an mma fighter first and then actress i'm like okay that's why i didn't like her as an actress um i she still seems kind of mysterious it's she says she's in early retirement, but is she really? I mean, her fighting skills seem pretty on top of it still. Um, and she seems like she was okay with joining Mando right away. So I don't know if I trust her completely. Uh, yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, and to go back to um, the whole actress thing. So I... I c- so before this episode, I was never like, like a really a big fan of hers. I just thought she was like an okay actress. Um, she got a really big break um, in this movie called Haywire back in 2011. And it was directed by a really big director, Steven Soderbergh. Have you heard of him? I've heard of him. He's directed like he's most popular because, you know, he's directed all of the Oceans movies like Oceans 11, 12 and 13. Okay. Okay. Contagion. He's done a lot of movies. And that was like her first like big role. Uh, Pretty cool movie. But like, man, she's kind of rough in it. And they've they've given her some some bigger lead roles in in, in the past. Um, 
I just didn't think she was that great. But like, I really liked her in this role because I think she works well in these smaller roles like this, mm. um, where she can just kind of like hang out and do her thing. Like, she had a bit part in Deadpool a few a few years ago, and I was like, yeah, great, yeah, give her give her more roles like that. So, um, but yeah, I actually I really liked her. Um, yeah, she's still acts like she's an MMA fighter uh, well, meaning like her first job was an MMA fighter turned actress uh, but yeah I liked her I thought she, I thought she was good and uh, I thought it was uh, besides the the fight which I didn't think was well directed I still liked her kind of intro this how Mando was suspicious of her and how she was suspicious of him so I like that uh, but yeah so then uh, after that they kind of part ways because they're like oh okay only one of us can be here yeah, um, yeah, it's like the town ain't big enough for the two of us. Yeah, which I didn't understand either. Um, yeah, I was like, why can't they both hide out in yeah, the same town? Yeah, That's weird. Yeah, exactly. I thought it'd be okay, but I guess not. Um, but yeah, so then that's when uh, we find that uh, Mando's working on a ship, uh, and then he gets uh, a proposition by two of the farmers that were that we that I don't think we saw them earlier, but we know that they're the farmers that were attacked by like those raiders. Mm-hmm. earlier uh and they're like hey can you come help us and he's like no it's okay and then they found out that they were, were in the middle of nowhere and they, they had lodging so he decided to go help out and he uh picked up Kara along the way um yep yep yeah so not not much to to make there it's just he well, i guess he was like okay i don't care about Kara i'm gonna go help out these people and then let me uh let me go pick up care along the way and may have her help me out and pay that so pretty much uh i don't know just whatever they fought about earlier or whatever they agreed on earlier just kind of went out the window so yeah <laughs> very strange yeah so 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 then he goes to the little farming community i don't think this community has a name right um no no not that i remember and the so. people don't really have a name, right? They're just farmers. No, they just kept calling themselves farmers. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so he's offered a hut to stay in by this mom and daughter combo. Um, yeah, and the mom takes an interest in Mando. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, it seems like pretty quickly she definitely takes an interest to in him. Her her name was Omera. Uh, played by the actress uh, Julia Jones. Um, she she hasn't been anything too big. Uh, she was in an uh, episode of like Westworld. She was in Wind River, uh, the movie Wind River. Um, she's been she's been in a few things, but um, I I really like. Oh yeah, she was in uh, the Twilight Saga as well. She was in a lot of the the Twilight movies. Um, but I really liked her. I thought she was great in this performance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she, like you said, she took a, a liking to Mando pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we get that uh, that kind of moment we're a little confused about, about how the girl wants to play with Baby Yoda and Mando's yeah. just like very protective of him. So, mm-hmm. um, but we, we learn through this, uh, we, we learn more about... Um, how the Mandalorians work with their helmets because she's asking, uh, she was asking Mando, like, hey, don't you like ever take the, the helmet off? Um, and when was the last time he had shown his face to anyone? And he was like, oh, since since he was a kid. Um, 
So it seems that we find out that, yeah, the Mandalorians were the ones that, like, it, to take care of him after his parents died. So I don't think he was a yeah. Mandalorian. Uh, like, no. I don't think he was born as a Mandalorian, right? Am I reading that right? Yeah, he said, like, my parents were killed and then the Mandalorians took me in. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but then, like, he immediately takes his helmet off and starts eating, but it's unclear if anybody saw him or if he was yeah, like, doing that in the shadows. That's that another weird, thing. Like That was a weird scene for me, because he makes this big deal about how nobody's seen him, and then he just takes off his helmet. Yeah, those kids are, like, legit, like, 15 feet away. You don't think people are, like, not going to see you? Right. Like, just, right. like, chilling, eating with your helmet off? Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. I, uh, it's just, I mean, it was, it was cool that we learned more about that. I mean, I, for the most part, I knew that all of that already, but for like the, the, uh, excuse me, the casual, uh, Mandalorian watcher, like you're not, you're not going to know what's going on, uh, like with the Mandalorian and how the helmets work. So it was good that we got that piece, that piece of information. Um, I was just, I didn't like how immediately he was like, all right, let me take it off in front of these kids right by the window. So, Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, just like the writing all around was just, I did. Yeah, there's just a lot of issues with this one. Yeah, this episode felt really messy. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's uh. So pretty much after that, as Mando and Kara try to figure out um, what they're dealing with, uh, and they find out that uh, they are dealing with an ATST Imperial Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time we ever saw those were back at in, in the, the Return of the Jedi is when we saw them. Um, and they were just like, all right, well, sorry, peeps. Uh, you got to leave. You got to leave. Yeah. <laughs> you have no choice. We're not going to help you. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the, the farmers easily convinced them. And they're like, okay, maybe we can do this. All right, well. Yeah, if you knew there was, like, a slight chance of doing it, like, I don't know. That was, again, yeah. where the writing was just, like, they like they could have been, like, okay, guys, if you want to do this, it's going to be tough, but uh, this is how we're going to, we, we need to do it. We need to have come up with a good plan. Like, yeah. There's no, you don't have to say to them, just, like, guys, we can't do it. And then, like, yeah. as we see later on, it's, they, they did a pretty good job at defeating him. Like, there was, like, I didn't see any losses. I will get to the battle at the end, but, like. I was just like, all right, guys, you need to chill out a bit. Like, you guys are smart. You can figure this out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And the weird thing is, like, Mando's the one who shows up and says, like, bad news. Da, 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 and he just says it straightforward. And Kara's like, well, you can't say it like that. You got to, you got to do, you have to say it nicely. So she says it nicely and they all riot. And then he, he matter of factly says, unless you show them how. It's like, well, you matter of factly said bad news. We're not going to help yeah. you. But then exactly. you just switch to we're going to show you how. Like, what the heck? You can't change your mind like that. I know. That's, yeah, yeah. that's just another thing that I thought was wrong with the, not wrong, but just dumb with the scripts. Just mm-hmm. that. Um, man, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm hating this episode the more I talk about it. <laughs> I, I know. Should, I'm, I'm at the same point. <laughs> hate, hate's a strong word, but I'm just like, as we're talking, it, I'm just like, man, there are like a lot of flaws in this episode that just, yeah. that just not great character choices. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much you go into like the old uh, Rocky montage of them like training and fighting like they're really bad with the sticks in the beginning and at the end oh, they're I really, know. Like, how they're really good with the sticks. How can you not figure out which way to point a stick? What the heck? Yeah. Oh, that, oh, that killed me. I'm just like, dude, you're not that dumb. Like It was, it was literally 
the village idiot. Yeah, like, it's like this is this is who they are. You you <sighs> you would think you the like you would put the pointy end instead of the blunt end. I was like, all right, that's the farmers aren't that stupid. Like, come on. And you and you know what's crazy? This episode was like forty two or forty seven minutes long, and the yeah, other ones were thirty minutes long. Like, yeah. you just wasted like twenty seconds getting them to point a stick the right way. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, this was longer than most of the other episodes. I think I don't know if episode one was longer or not. I can't remember, uh-huh. but. Uh, anyway, so you got yeah. the, the training montage. Go ahead. What were you say? Um, the surprising thing is when they're trying to figure out who already knows how to shoot the, the widow mom lady already knows how to shoot and oh, she's yeah, actually saw really good. Coming. Yeah. 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 That was, uh, I knew that was going to happen. As soon as they said yeah. it, I was like, yep, yeah, her hand's going up. <laughs> yeah. And she's like sheepishly like, Oh, I am. Oh, nobody else is. Oh, <laughs> They didn't even ask, like, where was your training from, right? Like, they didn't even ask her, like, no, like where did they you just, learn? Like, they just showed her the weapons and, like, had them all line up and start shooting. Yeah. So, um, I I heard one theory that that she might be, like, a Mandalorian. Um, it's, it's a little <laughs> out there, but the only, the only other thing that is making me or that the theory uh, made a little bit of sense is um, when it going back to the conversation that she had with the Mandalorian about the helmet, he mm-hmm. said to her, this is the way now oh. what he and s- she didn't, she didn't look puzzled or anything. No. So it's like, do you, do you think like, uh, do you think like he maybe knew deep down she was a Mandalorian? That's why he said it. Cause like do Mandalorian, well, that's comes in the question. Like do Mandalorians just say that to themselves or do they, are they, mm. can they say that to other people, but they just don't know what the heck they're talking about. Um, I don't know. And then she was able to shoot really well. So maybe she was in hiding, but then like, why didn't she say she was Mandalorian? I, it's a weird theory. I don't think it's true, but like, those are the two things that make a little bit of sense, but probably, probably not true. Probably not true. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, uh, so part of their plan is to build a trap to trap the Imperial Walker. Yes. <laughs> Again, yeah. I just don't think that's a good idea. Like it's just, I mean, it I think it's so juvenile. I don't know. Hey, listen, <sighs> if did you see return of the Jedi? I mean, at some point, yes. Do okay. I remember it? No. Well, the Ewoks, come on. They could take down an Imperial Walker. So I think these these farmers are smart enough to to take it down. So. Okay, but then they talk about, like, the trap has to be so deep. But the trap wasn't that deep. <laughs> like, in actuality, well, it, it really wasn't. Okay, it did work, kind yeah. of. <laughs> yeah, so so before, before we get to that, I want to talk about, uh, yeah, them just, like, breaking into the camp first. Mm-hmm. Um, you see the Raiders drinking the blue uh, glowing drink, which is the Spotchka. Um, that's what the Kriller made from. Um, I assume it's an alcoholic beverage. It sure sounds like one. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're drinking that, and then it was. Uh, I thought I actually liked this fight scene sequence. Yeah. In the, uh, the 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 tent and stuff. I thought that was. Uh, I thought that was really neat. I like that one. And yeah. then how they blew it up and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, there is some tension with the little bomb like ticking faster and faster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was, that was cool. And then they uh, that ended up activating the Imperial Walker to start uh, marching. 
Yeah, I actually really like that shot. That was like that was really neat. How it just kind of like rose uh, rose up from the woods, um, and with like the red eyes. I don't I don't know why it had red eyes or, or red lights. I should say it mm-hmm. had red lights. It looked it looked like eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I thought that was a yeah really cool shot. I like that. And then yeah, they pretty much run through the woods. Um, I mean, honestly, like. Again, I, I think it, this wasn't well directed. Like the the fight scene just didn't it didn't mean anything. Like nothing bad happened to the farmers. Like no, what I was antici- just... what I was anticipating. One of those two farmers we met at, at the beginning, like that were propositioning him. Like mm-hmm. if one of them were to like die from from the battle, like that would have had more emotional weight. Um, yeah. And caused like a little bit more like tension or just like it would just done a, it would have done a little bit more to this fight. But like all in all, like the the walker came in, um, shot at them a, a bit, and then there was like some battles going on between the raiders and the farmers, and then that was it. Like yeah, it nobody just, died, nobody got injured. Yeah, it was just it was yeah. very it was a very lackluster battle. Yeah. Um, like I, so it's funny cause I was, I, I rewatched it cause I was just trying to get my, I was like writing down all my notes and stuff. And I was like, I don't even need to rewatch it. Like nothing, nothing, nothing important happened. happened. Like it's no. just, they fight. Like it's, it's very, it's not memorable. Um, yeah, but I think they really could have just added a little bit more if like one of those like two farmers we met in the beginning passed away, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, just, uh, just, yeah, just to give it that little more like oomph or something. Um, yeah. The one thing that also really bothered me, like, right before the Imperial Walker, like, really started shooting at them, I don't remember who it was that said that, but somebody shouted, once that thing steps in the pond, it's going down! Wait, did someone actually say that? Yes! I was like, who says that? It's a Star <laughs> Wars universe! It sounds so... It sounds like something you say to to the school bully, <laughs> like, when they walk into the cafeteria. Like, it's, it's so bad. So, yeah. ugh. The well, writing may- again, so questionable. Yeah. Well, maybe if I had watched it the second time, I would have heard it. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh man, that's a yeah. It's a it's a shame. I mean, I I I, I wish Bryce Dallas Howard had just done a little bit better um, mm. with this episode. I, I can't remember if she's. I'm gonna look real quick if she's directed anything else. Well, I mean, at this point, do we blame her? Or do we blame the writers? Or do we blame both? Um, I think I, honestly, I think with this more the writers um i think there was a lot of script issues with which we've talked about um but i think she didn't direct the fight scenes that well enough like i like the intimate moments like with mando and and omera and I, like i really like those moments like the moments with, with him and Kara. i like those a lot like i liked more like the quieter moments but uh, i like i think she directed those really well but um yeah, yeah i don't I'm- think she did that great with this I'm on IMDb looking at her director credits and the things that she much. directed doesn't sound like there's any action scenes in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know that I feel like if this is your first foray as a director into directing action scenes, this is a really big risk because Star Wars is so big and so popular. Yeah. Yep. No, exactly. Um, so yeah, after that, uh, they they finally took down the uh, the ATST. Um, yeah. 
where and they all celebrate. Yeah, mm-hmm. they celebrate and the, they defeat the Raiders. Um, yeah. And now I'm going to get even more re- mad because of what happens soon. So uh, it, we found out that this was actually like a few weeks later after the battle. Like we see. Um, okay, here's a question I had for you. Now, I, I, I meant to actually bring this up earlier. So um, I just thought of it now. So Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, he's holding a cup and like clearly drinking from it. Now mm-hmm. you have a toddler right mm-hmm. now. He's what one and a half, two? He's almost sixteen months. Sixteen months. Is he holding cups yet? Yes, but they're sippy cups with lids. Okay, but he's not like okay, so it's just with the sippy cup. Okay. Yeah, and he certainly cannot walk and drink at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I'm trying to just get like a mind frame of like he's a baby Yoda's the name, but he's definitely not a baby. He's Again, he's 50 years old, but he's more in like the toddler stage yes. um, of like being he's he's fully functional, but he's he's more of a toddler than an actual baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like one thing that kind of uh, stuck out to me. And then the second thing was like it, the this goes back to, I think, the I think uh, the second episode when Baby Yoda eats the frog, like he, he puts the frog <laughs> in the mouth and he, like he swallows it. <laughs> but he's he's reacting to what the kids are doing uh, because he goes to, to put it in his mouth where he has it in his mouth and the kids like find it disgusting and and he's reacting to what they're doing. He's like, oh, this is I shouldn't be doing this because it's like it's gross. So um, it's it, I just I kind of found that interesting that he's like he was reacting to what they're doing. Um, yeah. As a kid. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm just ranting. I don't know. Do you have any, <laughs> any thoughts on any of that? Um, I mean, some of the things that he does reminds me of my son, like especially when he's in the ship, like pushing buttons. And like in the beginning of this episode, Mando doesn't want him to do that. But Mando takes him in his lap to show him what's going on to kind of appease that curiosity. Like that's the kind of stuff we do with Felix. Like, no, you're not allowed to touch the Christmas tree, but you can stand <laughs> next to me and look at the garland. Like that kind of stuff is... It, like totally relates and like trying to play with the buttons. Like that's totally my kid. But as far as like, if I go, ew, Felix, don't do that. Like he thinks it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think he knows. What, well, like, that's because you're an adult is. and you're not, you're he, like, if it was a toddler, then he's like, Oh no, I can't do that. No. <laughs> like every, every time I try to get him to not do something, he just thinks it's funny and he'll just keep. Doing <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Uh, Yep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So so we had that. So it was a very. I like that scene with Baby Yoda. And then yeah. And then we have um, we have Kara talking to uh, Amara or no, sorry, Kara talking to Mando, saying that he should uh, settle down. Um, and it also talking about how, um, what happens if he takes off the helmet? And he's like, oh well, he can't ever put it back on again. And she's like, well, yep. I mean, what's so bad about that? You have a beautiful. You have the beautiful woman here, Amara, and why don't you settle down and stay here? And enough spatchka forever. <laughs> yeah. Ex- oh, that's right. She did mention that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so then he's uh, – so after that, Mando has like a, a, a – I like the scene that he had with Amara um, talking about how um, he's he's going to he's gonna leave. He's not going to stay. Um, mm-hmm. And he's planning on leaving uh, Baby Yoda behind. He'll be happy here. 
Uh, and then um, I, what I really liked about it, like you could tell that like he got choked up underneath his helmet. Yeah. Um, like I was just like, you could just hear it in his voice. I'm like, ah oh, man, like he's, yeah, he's going to be really sad. Like mm-hmm. leaving uh, baby Yoda behind. Um, and then, yeah, she even goes to like, she was talking to him and she actually goes to like, try to take his helmet off. And he's doesn't ha- like, he doesn't stop her at first. And then uh, finally he stops her. Um, mm-hmm. So this is what's getting me. So f- this next part is what's getting me so frustrated about this show in general. And this episode, the fobs. Yes. Again, they're not explaining how these fobs are working at all. Yeah. Like the guy shows up, the sniper shows up, goes to try to possibly shoot ma- uh, the baby Yoda. And then Kara takes him out. And it's just like, mm-hmm. all right, how is he tracking him? Like, and now it, we know, like it probably tracked Yoda across planets. Yeah. I know? mean, it's, it's so like Mandalorian, I feel like he's, got to be smart enough to know that he's being tracked but like does he not know how these fobs work i mean i think we talked about this last week like he he he's used these fobs in the past so Mm -hmm. he knows how they work but why aren't the viewer letting us know how it works he's like yeah it's like great we have we have to move on he's not safe here okay what are you gonna do about it like yeah are you just gonna keep running forever what do you uh, sorry go ahead yeah. sorry i guess like, i just now i'm frustrated because i don't i don't i don't see how it can end unless they do something about that yeah and 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 now to kind of lead into the conversation of what we think is going to happen now all of the thoughts that i had last week i i have this week it's the same exact thing all right they're are they going to another planet now to hide out are they gonna find someone else to befriend and do something like again like with this episode nothing moved the plot forward yeah and it we're literally in the same exact spot as we were last episode but now we have a very sad baby yoda who is happy for three weeks and now he's moving on with mando so mm-hmm. i don't know maybe maybe next week now uh, Baby Yoda is going to start taking it out on Mando. It's like, listen, I'm not going to listen to you. You made me <laughs> leave my home. You know, like he's, he's turning into a teenager. <laughs> yeah, he's going to turn into like an angsty teenager now. And uh-huh. it's like, listen, I had, I had, I left my friends now. Like, so uh, that could be very that that could be true. <laughs> I mean, that gosh, yeah, I'm getting like really frustrated at this show now. Actually, <laughs> like sitting here, I'm getting more yeah. and more frustrated. Like my my fists are, are clenched tight here. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't see how this series can conclude because you're right. It's just, they're just going to keep going from planet to planet to planet. They're just going to keep getting tracked. Um, something tells me that there might be somebody coming up who tells him like, Hey, what about the tracker? Like they're going to keep tracking you. Like, I feel like somebody is going to tell him that he's going to be continue to be tracked. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I, I'm thinking maybe he thinks he's smarter than the trackers and he's not going to come to that realization on his own. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I forgave it last episode cause like, okay, maybe we'll, we'll see something soon about the trackers. Okay, cool. But no, no resolve to that this week. If there's like, 
if we see something similar next week and there's no resolve to like the trackers, then I'm, I don't want to say I'm going to start hating the show, but like, I love the first three episodes, but Mm -hmm. this tracking thing is the one thing that doesn't make any sense to me. I brought it up in the past and I just, I guess I just want to see it resolved. So yeah, I do too. I agree. I can only rant away so many. I can only rant so many ways about it, but so I'll, <laughs> I'll stop. I'll, I'll end rant there. Um, but again, my my thoughts uh, are exactly the same as last week. I don't I don't know where else it could go. I mean, I'm sure we're going to see Cara Dune show up in future episodes. Now, um, mm-hmm. I can't I can't imagine that's going to be the last we see of her. Um, I, don't I watch feel it. like well, okay, she stayed behind on that planet, right? Um, well, she left the sanctuary as well. Um, we don't know what she's doing. Okay. I was going to say a new prediction of mine is there's going to be some big fight at the end of this and she's going to hear about it and she's going to get all the villagers to, to join her. <laughs> like this big, like group of people that Mando has helped come back to help him. You know, uh, they're not leaving. They, they didn't even want to leave their land, even though if it meant them being killed <laughs> that's that's true <laughs> yeah so um yeah i don't have many more predictions otherwise i i'm, I'm sure kara is going to show up um again in the future in in some capacity um i wonder if we'll see elmera i don't i doubt it um unless like the last episode he decides he wants to like go back and see her or something i don't know we'll we'll see but um but yeah, I mean, the, I mean, those are pretty much my thoughts on the episode. Um, you know, it's funny. I I liked it going into it, but after talking about it, man, this is a pretty disappointing <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah, and other people I've talked to had said the same thing, pretty much that they just didn't like it that much. Yeah. So, all right. Well, okay. any 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 final thoughts uh, for you? Um, you know, I'm kind of wondering. Uh, this might be opening a whole other can of worms here. Is it a sign? You know, I'm going to leave it. Never mind. I'll just leave this no, thought in my it. head. <laughs> no, tell it. No, you have to tell it now. Okay. I was thinking to myself, well, now, like, we're both so frustrated that we don't know where it's going, which, like, it's bad that we're frustrated, but it's good that we don't know where it's going. So is this actually a good no, thing? No, I, 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 I agree. <laughs> I like that I don't know where it's going. I like surprises. Uh, I'm just frustrated again. I'm going to say it again. Just frustrated that the plot didn't move at all this week. And we're, we're in the same exact kind of spot as we were last week. Like there's just been no, there's been no change at all. And that's like with a TV series, you need something going on. Mm -hmm. Um, like right now, uh, Watchmen, the television series on HBO, uh, this has been one of the best series I've seen in a very long time because each episode it kept it keeps getting better and better and better. It's opening up a new mystery and it's answering things and it's explaining things. And it's just it's it's a phenomenal show. And I'm like, I'm, I'm raving about it on this show because I want to because it's fantastic. <laughs> so I'm just comparing Watchmen, which is a big property, it's a one, it's one of the most popular graphic novels of all time, and this is a, mm-hmm. a sequel series to that. And this is Star Wars, and the Watchmen, which is way more obscure and weird mm-hmm. than Mandalorian, it's doing things so much better 
than it is uh, Watchmen is doing so much more better uh, with things with like character development and plot mm. compared to The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, and I, I want disappointing for Disney for sure. Yeah. I mean, I want Mandalorian to succeed. I, again, I've loved the first three episodes. This has been just a little bit of a downer, but they really need to start moving things along. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just, we're after this episode, we're not getting anywhere. Sorry. I'm a broken record. I'm, I keep saying something. So <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I think that means uh, it's time to kind of end this episode, but no, Sounds I'm good. no, but I'm, I'm with you though. Like you said, um, I like not knowing what's going to happen next. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, any anything else uh, or is that uh, that's pretty much it? That's pretty much it. I think we're both frustrated. <laughs> yeah. So um, so next week, I feel like we're we're going to have to watch One Day at Disney or wait. Right. What's what it's called? Yeah. One Day at Disney. Disney. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to watch that feature length documentary and we'll we'll chat about that on next week as well as The Mandalorian. So. And Imagineering Story. There's two more episodes of that, too. And Imagineering Story. Oh, yeah, we'll boy. Talk about that. Um, yeah. So, but, all right. Well, that that is it. So, um, CJ, tell us where everyone can find you. I'm on Instagram at The Weekly Mouse and theweeklymouse.com. Perfect. Yeah, you could find me at Instagram uh, and Facebook at Excess Press Podcast. You could find me over there if you'd like to follow along. Uh, and if you're not subscribing to the podcast, please do so. You could do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, pretty much however you listen to podcasts. We're probably there. Or you can find us over at excesspresspodcast.com. Um, and if you have any questions or if you want to shoot your comments in about uh, the, the latest episode of The Mandalorian, like if you if you completely disagree with us, hey, let me know. I would love to hear your thoughts. Um yeah, send those in. You can send that at matt at excesspresspodcast.com. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt and CJ from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.